0: Episode 44, Transitioning a High Relationship Business. Welcome to the Succession Secrets Podcast, where you can grow, groom, and graduate from your business in just seven minutes a day. And now here's your host, Steve Prada. Welcome back, Succession Seekers. And uh, today I continue those episodes where I answer a question that came from Listeners, and today I'm going to answer a question from Jerry who lives in Richmond, Virginia. So Jerry's question is exactly in a high relationship business, when and how do I transition to successor? So there are many parts to this question. And the first part is to define high relationship in the first place. Generally, a high relationship business in my mind is a business which involves some kind of personal services. So tax advisors are come to mind, uh, money managers, accountants, lawyers medical doctors, physicians, all these services are very personal and people buy the service from a specific individual rather than just a branded name company. And sometimes they buy it from the branded name company. For example, accountants, a lot of accounting services are brought from the big four because they have a big brand and you cannot go wrong. You never get fired for hiring the big four to audit your books. For smaller companies, it's generally the personal relationship that the customer has with the specific individual. So what happens is that when such a company transitions to new management or new ownership, then it's a complex process. And the outgoing manager or owner has to make sure that the value will stay in the company and it will not go away. And by seizing the relationship or by concluding the relationship with the client, the client is not going to pick another provider where they have maybe a better personal relationship. So how does one do that? But the first aspect is that if this transition involves a change of ownership as well, then definitely these two steps should be separated as much as possible. So it's much better to transition management first and ownership later, because then clients can get comfortable with the new management and then the ownership change is not going to be a big impact to them because they already are working with the new management and and they have warmed up to new management. So that's the first, the first point. The second point is that whoever transitions out, let's say it's the, it's a founder or it's a CEO of that company, or they have to stay involved after the transition. So that's uh, that's kind of an ideal situation when the transition doesn't happen overnight. And sometimes it does happen overnight. If there's a health problem, let's say the owner gets you know gets a heart attack, gets hospitalized, is not able to continue in the business then it's going to be a harder transition. But in most cases, the transition can be planned and it's beneficial for the outgoing relationship owner to stay involved and help the new management to get up to speed. The second strategy is to actually sell the transition idea to clients. So to go to clients and explain to them why they are going to be better off with the new person, with the new management, how they are going to bring more, resources, how their experience is going to serve them as well as your experience. Maybe they are bringing new skills, technical skills to the table that the old management didn't have. And this can be a net positive for the clients. Maybe the new management is going to be more flexible. They have access to more resources. If it's a medical practice, maybe they will have more equipment to do tests and to do operations or if it's an accounting firm, a tax advisory firm, or a money management firm is a better example. They will have access to more different investment opportunities to sell the transition to your clients. The fourth idea is educate the new management on how to keep the clients, to teach them the process. Why you attracted these clients in the first place? What are you providing to these clients that they are sticking around for? And, and teach the management to, uh, to use the same skills, to acquire the same skills, in addition to their own skills that perhaps you don't have, they will actually have a higher chance of keeping that client than you had because they learn whatever you have and they bring whatever extra they have. The fifth uh, strategy is to over-communicate the transition process to clients. And obviously it doesn't mean that you have to spam them with a a bunch of emails, boring emails, but make a point of the transition and over-communicate through different channels, have in-person meetings, maybe a couple of meetings, more than one meeting, write them a nice letter, make an event around the transition, and celebrate the transition so that the clients feel energized and excited about this transition. And it's not just the clients, it's also the staff of the company. You want to make sure that the staff is excited about the changes too because if they are, they are going to exhume that excitement to the client and the client will be better off and more comfortable with the the whole transition so you can make the client excited you can celebrate the transition and the last one is to try not to drop the ball in this process and if you do drop it then you you have to over service the client go the extra mile and do twice as much as the client can expect to get and that this is a great strategy whether there is transitioning or not no transitioning we are all in business we all make mistakes And when you go to a client and you admit you made a mistake and then you do twice as much service that they can expect to receive, you can win back the trust and you can actually make that client stickier. So please try to not drop the ball. But if you do drop the ball, then over-service that client and compensate for whatever you have done. So these are the six strategies. So the first one, transition management first, ownership later. Second, stay involved after the transition. Third, sell the transition to your clients. Fourth, educate the new management on how to treat the client and how to service them to make them hang around. Fifth, over-communicate with the clients during the transition. And sixth, don't drop the ball or if you do, over-service the client. So this has been the episode for today. If you have your own question, please tweet them to ask Succession Steve or you can send me an email to steve at entrepcoaches.com E-N-T-R-E-P coaches.com and thank you for listening i really appreciate it i would be grateful also if you subscribed to the show because it would allow me to get it out to more people you can subscribe if you have an iPhone, if you're an iphone user you can go on the podcast app which is by default on your iphone and then you just search for succession secrets you click on the podcast and you subscribe if you are a soundcloud an android user you can use soundcloud or you can use Podbean or Stitcher or other programs. And you search for Succession Seekers and you subscribe or you follow whichever they have on that program. So thank you for following the show. Thank you for subscribing. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to receiving your further questions. And remember, your succession is success. Thank you for listening to the Succession Secrets podcast. Make sure you check out SuccessionSecrets.com for archive podcasts and transcripts and intrepcoaches.com. That's E-N-T-R-E-P coaches.com to download your free copy of the Your Terms newsletter.